Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, this news you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime! Boom shakalaka! This league and cut is underway and on fire! This should be a good one. Friends, welcome in to a long overdue reunion of the cast of this league uncut. Producer Ryan is here behind the scenes. Chris Haynes is here. I'm Mark Stein. We are back together again. This is so crazy. We did we did the live show in July at Caesars Palace with Lakers coach Darvin Ham in the midst of some sort of some sort of scene and emergency at Caesars that we weren't even fully aware of what was going on when we were doing the pod. We got past all that. Chris Haynes and I were together. I was so excited to see him because I hadn't seen him in person in I don't know how long. But since then, I've barely spoken to Chris Haynes. I think he needed a vacation from me because we've only done a couple pods since then. In the summertime, we do dial it back. But I, I think, I don't know if he's prepared to admit this, but I think Chris Haynes has enjoyed his vacation from annoying me nagging him and bugging him with requests and questions and admin and just my usual panicky self. Is that true? Are you enjoying this time away from that? We've kind of been, we've kind of been separated here. We have time, but let me tell you this, the the way I feel, I have a little bit 
something to reveal. The way I feel right now, I don't want anything to do with a Little Caesars pizza. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with a Caesar salad. I don't even want to hear about history, about uh, King Caesar, whoever it was back in the day. That's just how I feel, Stein. All right, I got that. you. I get I'll it. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> okay. So maybe you're mad at me. Because <laughs> no, the nothing thing to do is, with you. has nothing to do the with The thing you. is, like, we text a lot. Like, I think even our text frequency has uh-huh. been way down. So you've been. I don't know. I, like I said, I think you've enjoyed this time away from Ryan and I. No, it, it has nothing to do with you, Stein. It has a lot to do with um, Charlene's Beauty Supply. I, I've been working that is your That is your number past. one job. <laughs> I've been working for You are the lead time, insider at uh, Charlene's Beauty Supply. <laughs> you are the undisputed. Hey, I've been on the road. She sent me on the road to go get more stock. I've driven on the road. I flew to Atlanta to get some more uh, stock really? for the store. Um, yes, I'm at the register. What else am I doing? I'm cleaning up aisles. Did you at least get to I, see your collegiate daughters on your trip to Atlanta when you were on that on that mission? I did. I did. I did. And I'm actually going back to Atlanta next week. We have a, um, we have a summit out there, company summit, pretty soon. So, no, I've been... Stein, I, w- I would love to have broken away to do a pod or have a conversation with you, man. But uh, Charlene has, has kept me highly occupied. All right. All right. I'm glad it's not so we're, personal. we're good. Just no, no, we're good. Just no Caesar salad for me. Any other salad, any other pizza, I'm good. All right. I get it. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We did have to kind of get reconnected here because, like I said, I feel like I was a little, I mean, you know, I get, I get, it doesn't take much to get me worried. No, our text frequency has been down lately. So I was, I, I was a little, I was a little jittery, but all right, I'm moving on because I keep saying this. I say it on my, I say it a lot on my Saturday radio show in Dallas. I've written it several times in my Substack. Look, there's no sugarcoating this training camp is still a long way away. We're not even at September 1st yet. For all but two teams in the league, training camp doesn't really start until media day on October 2nd. So we're still a long way from that. But there is, I feel like this has been a more active, newsier August than normal. We've got the FIBA World Cup going on. So right now we're in the midst of this run where there's eight games of basketball a day. From now until September 3rd, there's going to be one off day, and then there's two days, two games of basketball, pretty high-level basketball every day through September 10th. That's going to get us even closer to the start of NBA training camps. We had Hall of Fame inductions, and we keep getting news. You know, we're still waiting for some movement on the Damian Lillard trade front, and we're still waiting for for more definitive action on the James Harden trade front, but. I mean, James Harden has certainly made news with what he said about Daryl Morey in China. And then just this past week, my dear friends at the New York Times, Tanya Ganguly, who had a great story with, she did a feature on Giannis Antetokounmpo. And Giannis said all kinds of stuff to Tanya in that piece. And, you know, the New York Times, the sports section is still rumbling along despite uh, reports of its demise. 
I don't know how much longer that's going to last, but this story was A++. Giannis, Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo is eligible for a contract extension in September, a three-year deal worth more than $170 million. But he told Tanya he is not signing it. He is not doing an extension this offseason. And then he was asked, He, I mean, Giannis volunteered that it makes more financial sense next summer, but he did quickly add, even then, he's not sure that he wants to resign it. So basically, Giannis Antetokounmpo in late August has put the Bucks on notice with these quotes that he gave the New York Times. And, you know, this is, this is a massive, massive story. This is huge because basically, you know, the Bucks were living under this just constant fear of losing Giannis and can we keep Giannis happy and is Giannis going to, ex- going to extend? And Giannis Antetokounmpo did extend his contract right, you know, er, you know, before the run to the championship that season, he signed a five-year deal worth nearly $230 million. After just three years of that deal, the Bucks are right back where they were, and the whole league is looking at this now wondering, man, is Giannis gettable? Is Giannis basically saying that that he wants to leave? I mean, he is you know, the Bucks made all these moves this summer to try to make him happy. And then this story comes out. So you know, you know Giannis well, you cover him a ton. I mean, what did you think when you saw some of these quotes? Again, I, I'm. I, let me just read it. Quote, the real question's not going to be this year. Numbers-wise, it doesn't make sense. But next year, next summer, it would make sense for both parties. Even then, I don't know. Giannis continues, I would not be the best version of myself if I don't know that everybody's on the same page, everybody's going for a championship, Everybody's going to sacrifice time away from their family like I do. And if I don't feel that, I'm not signing. Hmm. Uh, My initial response, definitely golden quotes. Great job by by Tanya. Amazing profile. Uh, People should definitely go check that out. Go read it from start to finish. Um, I'm not surprised. So this is not the first time Giannis has said something that has kind of perked the ears of everyone um, who caught it. I want to say it might have been, I was looking for it just now as you were reading those quotes. He says something, I want to say last year, maybe last offseason, maybe even two years ago about, you know, if he chose to leave. It was something like, if I left, I might want to play somewhere else. I might want to. It was something along those lines. <clears throat> Excuse me, people. You you can find it if you <clears throat> really dug. I think I'm looking. I'll I'll keep looking while we're doing this pod. Need to find the right words that he that he used. But I'm not surprised. Uh, he definitely, I definitely put him up there with LeBron James um, of the people that I've covered and spent significant time with put him above there up there with LeBron James as the, the star key players who just having a sensational desire to win. Giannis is right there up there. And I like that he's finding his voice over the last few years. He's he's saying what's on his mind. You know, a lot of times 
Um, you know, there are certain players, and Giannis is like that too, where, you know, he'll be in front of the cameras or be in front of a reporter and, you know, he'll say all the right things. And then behind the scenes, when you talk to him off the record, you'd be like, damn, oh, I, Giannis, I know. <laughs> I know you felt that way. Or I, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know you talked that way, you know? So I, I like that he's, he's bringing his voice and showing his voice um, to everyone else right now, but I'm not surprised. I, I think um, he's definitely putting the team on notice. Uh, but that, I think the pressure was always there from the beginning uh, for Milwaukee. They had to make moves. You know, they did. They remember after the bubble, you know, there was uncertainty around if they were going to keep coach, Bud at that time, they ended up keeping them, you know, got a title and then had a lackluster for their standards, a lackluster season this past year than they, they can. But so the pressure is there. Does this intensify it? Probably so, because I, because this is not going to be the last time we hear uh, the potential of Giannis to up to the potential re, of Giannis relocating. I mean, to me, I think it ramps it up huge because I just, you know, again, that the whole the the league was on Giannis watch until Giannis signed the five year extension with the Bucks. Then they won the championship, and then the past two seasons have not gone the way Milwaukee hoped. And then this whole off season was the conversation was: it, Will the Bucks make the moves that will make Giannis Antetokounmpo happy? And they spent to keep Chris Middleton. They spent to keep Brooke Lopez. They made a coaching change. And, you know, you and I both reported about how of the names of the coaches that were interviewed to replace Mike Budenholzer, Adrian Griffin was the coach that Giannis wanted. And that's who Milwaukee hired, a first-time coach replacing a coach who's won a championship. So the Bucks, I'm sure they felt like we've we've done everything we did everything with the thought of trying to satisfy our star player. And Giannis comes out with all these quotes that suggest he's far from convinced that they've done enough. And he might well be right. I mean, you know, the Bucks. it was expensive just to keep the team they had. You can't really say that they've improved it. And I mean, the, the best thing Milwaukee probably has going for itself right now is we have questions about pretty much every top contender at the top of the East. Philly is obviously in a lot of flux with the Harden situation. Boston has made a huge change by basically sending out Marcus Smart, cutting ties with Grant Williams, and bringing in Kristaps Porzingis. So the Celtics are going to look a lot different. Miami, we don't know what they're going to look like. We all know they want to trade for Damian Lillard, and that hasn't happened. So the Heat have lost. They lost Gabe Vincent and Max Struess from their team that went to the NBA Finals. So there are, I mean, there are a lot of question marks at the top of the East, and that's got to be good news for Milwaukee. But I mean, to, this is this was a thunderbolt to me. And again, the the whole league now is going to be back on Giannis watch and is Giannis happy that is going to be a constant discussion from going going forward from here I think Milwaukee wants to give themselves another chance with the fact that Chris Middleton wasn't healthy last year so 
want to see if they can duplicate from a few years ago, getting to the finals and, and ultimately winning it. So I found that story. Um, be honest, this was it's almost two years ago. So this happened November of 2021. It was a story he did, uh, a GQ story. They got Giannis one-on-one. This was his quote. One challenge was to bring a championship here, and we did. It was very hard, but we did it. Very, very hard. I just love challenges. What's the next challenge? The next challenge might not be here. And he said, me and my family chose to stay in the city that we all love and has taken care of us for now. I'm two years in two, excuse me, in two years that might change. I'm being totally honest with you. I'm always honest. I love this city. I love this community. I want to help as much as possible. So I remember yep, when that right. came out, it, it made some news, but it wasn't, I don't think it hit the magnitude of, of Tanya's story, but you know, though him saying that back then, it was kind of laying the groundwork to say, Hey, as long as I'm here, I'm going to do everything I can, but, I am very much open to going elsewhere and taking and on look, another challenge. He's clearly that honest. A, I mean, he is he, is he is being as open his, as he can. And, you know, the other kind of bombshelly thing he said in this, in this Tanya story is, you know, he acknowledged that, yes, on some levels, he does want to be a Dirk Nowitzki, a Tim Duncan, or a Kobe Bryant, the guys who we associate with staying with one franchise forever for their whole career. And, uh, you know, he, Giannis has talked about that. That is, that is something he would like to do. But in this story, he also did mention to Tanya that, uh, you know, quote, winning a championship comes first. I don't want to be 20 years on the same team and don't win another championship. He has the one, Clearly, one isn't enough for Giannis Antetokounmpo. So, yeah, I mean, this this is even in a summer where you know we we are still expecting a Damian Lillard trade at some point, and James Harden clearly wants to be traded from Philadelphia. Don't know if he's going to get that trade, but he clearly still wants it. Even with those two massive stories the reverberations from this one might even be more significant because, you know, Giannis is, I mean, you know, on, on his worst day, he's one of the five best players in the league, maybe one of the three best players in the league. So uh, Milwaukee has a lot of pressure now to, you know, have a good season and, and do, I mean, they were, that playoff series was disastrous. How bad they looked in the Miami series. Yes. Giannis's injury at the start of that series was certainly a factor, but I mean, they were, you know, they were that, I mean, that was the, just collapse, you know, too late collapses against Miami and just the, the, the whole way that first round series unraveled. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I thought Philly was under pressure to start the new season. Man, Milwaukee, Milwaukee is right there, if not facing more. Yeah, this changes things a, a bit, <laughs> but it's definitely calculated for sure. This is definitely calculated, and um, I don't, I you know, th- this is what you know superstar players do. They oftentimes because they feel like they're putting everything into their body to make sure that they can give it all when it's time to play in an eighty-two. Uh, game regular season then into the postseason and so a lot of times when they get to a certain level or accumulate certain years of stature they feel comfortable putting the franchise on notice putting applying pressure there because players always have pressure it's always pressure for the uh, faces of the franchise so it was like we know what Let's share in this pressure. Let's publicly share in this pressure. So let me (laughs) allow me (laughs) to issue a few quotes to get us both on the same page so we can both feel this. And uh, because oftentimes, you know, obviously when when things don't when, when when situations come up short, the player or the players, you know, catch the brunt of it. So uh, this is. This is definitely going to be an interesting season to see how it all unfolds, especially towards the what end. What we need now is a roulette wheel sound effect. I don't know if we have that capability in the This League uncut audio archive. We'll find out when Ryan gets done with this thing. Because now I, re- you know, before <laughs> I was, the last time, maybe not the last time, but in one of our recent pods, I know I was giving you a hard time about where will Chris Haynes be on media day. Will he be in Portland with still a blazer, Damian Lillard? Will he, will he be in Los Angeles with the Lakers? But now, I mean, they might have to send you to Milwaukee. You might, I mean, you might be in Milwaukee for, for media day. I don't think they'll send you as far East as Philly, but (laughs) I mean, you, I doubt it. I you doubt are, it, Stein. I mean, well, listen. Let me tell you this, Philly. It all so let, let's transition there. If it's Philly, if I am in Philly, the only reason I would be in Philly, I would think, 
is if James Harden is still a member of the Sixers and then James Harden has to show up to media day, training camp. I think that would be the only reason why I or any other national uh, NBA reporters will be in Philly for media day. Just to see how that is going to play out. What is James going to do? Will well, James on the tension up? meter, where will the most tension be now? Let's let's pretend, let's assume that Dame is still a blazer on media day, October 2nd. Media day is October 2nd for 28 of the league's 30 teams. Only Dallas and Minnesota, who will be opening their exhibition seasons in Abu Dhabi, their media day, I believe, I keep, I think it's September 29th. I'm doing that one off the top of my head. I think it's September 29th for media day for those two teams. Everybody else, media day is October 2nd. Who is going to have the sauciest, most tension-filled media day? Philly, if Harden is still on the roster, as it certainly certainly looks like he will be. The Sixers want to slow play this. I do not think the Sixers even want to trade James Harden. So if Harden is still in Philly... If Dame is still in Portland, and now with Giannis having said what he has said to the New York Times, what would be the most dramatic media day that you that Chris Haynes has to attend? Of uh, those three, if Harden is still a member of Philly, yeah, the Dame Lakers. I mean, they're they're boring on media Giannis. day. They re-signed yeah, AD. Now, yeah, now it's they not, kept Austin Reeves. Yeah. Nobody even threw an offer sheet at Austin Reeves. Everybody's. Austin Reeves, the new darling of Team USA, and everybody's wondering why didn't San Antonio just give him that four-year, hundred million dollar offer sheet just to make the Lakers match it? We don't even have and the Lakers are boring. Yeah. I mean, Golden State with Chris Paul. That's another one. That was the other one. Accept, I, I forgot. Accept, would he accept? Yeah, would he accept the uh, the reserve role or how would he now, he, he's going to be a professional. He'll, yeah, I don't think that whatever, that no but, longer cracks the top three. I, I think I, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, I hear you. That, that, no, I hear you. But You're no, right. but, but it, I'm You're glad right. you mentioned that because I think that was one of the ones I was quizzing you about before. You're, you're right, but if it's those three, Harden, Dame, Giannis, I think it's Harden because I think Harden's case that has the most potential to be an explosive day. I think Dame, if he's if he's still with the, the Blazers, I think Dame shows up to camp and I think he handles things professionally and I think he avoids a lot of questions. Harden, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure if he's going to avoid questions. And I'm not even sure if he'll show up. I don't know. <laughs> you know so so that's, <laughs> that's what... So if you say from all three, those three scenarios, James Harden's uh, situation... Is definitely going See, that's to what I'm saying. Attention. This August, like, you know, on my sub stack, I have this great chat room where I, you know, my, I get to hang out with my subscribers. And I know everybody's getting antsy. Everybody's like, man, we still got a month to go before training camp. But there is, I mean, all these, there are some question marks that, because these are all interesting. I mean, look, you know Dame 10 times better than me. But I have to imagine that is not going to be a fun media day for him if he is still a blazer to have to stand up there and, you know, field whatever questions come his way because we know he wanted to be traded to Miami by now, and it hasn't happened. And look, also, things can happen in September. And also, like, Sty, 
Stein, also, also check this out, Stein. Check this out. For James and Dame, let me because this just came up to me right now. I think I can see an avenue of which Sixers and Portland might say, I haven't heard anything. It just hit my brain right now. They might say, James, Dame, don't show up. Because they have every reason, every intention to trade. Probably not on a, a certain time, not probably not as desperate of a timeline as James and Dame wants. But because you know, Media Day is all about let's build up the interest, let's get the fandom, the fandom behind us. You know what I mean? These all these are all good quotes that's going to get the, the fan base all energized and motivated to come out. And then you have James and Dame like kind of bringing a I'm not going to say a dark cloud, but they're, they're not on that same level of excitement as everybody else. So could you see the Sixers or Portland, if both star players are still on the team at camp, could you see them say, hey, let, just, just skip media day. Let's let's avoid uh Let's, let's just avoid a, a bad look. I'm, you know, it's a great question. I'm, I would, I would have to check with the league because I'm pretty sure that's like that's a, you know, play, if a let's just say player X didn't show up for media day, that's a finable offense. So I don't know. Do teams have the latitude to tell a guy, hey, we think it's better that you don't do media day? I, I flat out have to ask the league. I genuinely don't know the answer to that one. Um, I would think I would think if the team and player agrees that it's best if the players stay home. Because remember, with Philly, okay. it's even, not even just for the league. You know, look, all the focus is on Harden. The union is saying that they are going to file the grievance now on James Harden's behalf because the league has fined him a hundred thousand dollars, and you know all the all the questions on the surface seem to be Harden related. Does he have any shot at, a, at winning a grievance? Is he going to report to training camp? You know, will Philly ease its stance and decide to train? But but all of that is secondary to what Joel Embiid thinks. And that, I get what you're saying. Obviously, there's going to be tons of curiosity. Is James here? Is James here on the first day of media day? Is he going to speak to the media? I want to hear from Joel Embiid. I mean, that is the question. What? does Joel Embiid think of all this? Because what Philly, Philly is trying to thread a really, really complicated needle because when Harden's contract expires and when Tobias Harris's contract expires at the end of the season, they could have tons of cap space. So next summer they have all this cap space and then they'll be in better position to extend Tyrese Maxey's deal. But you've got to, if you're Philly, you have to sell Embiid in the meantime on, hey, big man, we might have to take a step back this year, waiting out this chaos and dealing with the hardened drama before we before we can really make a splash. Embiid turns 30 in March. Does he want a does he want a season where they take a step back? I can't sit here and tell you that I've spoken to him anytime recently, but my gut would say I doubt it. I don't think Joel Embiid wants to lose another season where they don't get past the second round waiting for what might happen next summer. So all my curiosity is how is Embiid going to deal with the fact that 
Is Harden still on the team? Are they not going to trade him? And I get it from Philly's perspective. Philly doesn't want to just trade Harden and take back whatever because they don't want to mess the, with the cap space. I mean, if they're going to trade Harden, they've got to be sure they're getting back pieces that advance what they're trying to do because they can't take back long-term money that messes up that cap space. But again, they have to sell and bead on this process. And that was actually unintentional. I promise I did not mean to use process there. So <laughs> I, I, man, these are, they're, they're all fascinating. Philly, Portland, Milwaukee, and yeah, Warriors too. I mean, it's, uh, you're going to have to be in more than, you're going to have Is to, you're gonna, you might have to be in more than one place. It feels like I'm, we feel like we're missing a team. I'm sure we are. We're off our, I mean, I'm off my game. So, I mean, I already forgot, I already forgot the Chris Paul scenario, but, but I think when we were talking about this before, are, are the, when we were talking about this before, we were Clippers? guessing that you were going to be on the West Coast. So I think we were talking Lakers. Oh, well, we, Suns. I mean, you know, we haven't seen the Suns yeah, with all deal. these guys in one place. I mean, their their media day will be, um, you know, certainly of some interest just to have Durant, Beal, Book, and Aiton all in the same room with a new coach. But again, I would even put the Suns. I don't think the Suns crack the top three either yeah. anymore. It, it's not, but the Clippers. The only reason I say the Clippers are because now with Ty Lue and the organization stressing how important it is for guys to be available on a nightly basis, and so this is kind of a, a new structure yeah. that the Clippers are embarking on, where they're prioritizing being available and getting Kawhi's take on that. Yeah. Like getting what beat. is that saying? Getting Paul George's take on that. And can yeah. I just interrupt you with a shout out? Paul George's podcast is tremendous. I don't know if you saw today. I mean, he is just, I saw clips of him today uncorking a Kawhi imitation and a Charles Barkley imitation. And they were both like, <laughs> they were a plus. I didn't. I didn't know Almost he was an impressionist. I mean, his Charles Bark. His Charles Barkley was wow. Fresno State education. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Fresno uh, State. Look at you. Got to bring it. Always bring it back to Fresno. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah. No. Paul George's podcast. Since we give a shout out to Poc Player Podcast, Paul George's podcast is excellent. Jeff T. Is really big, <laughs> striking it big out there. So with you know what? Since and it's funny, we're we're actually lucky that you know we made the big trade with Draymond, where we said, Draymond, you come on our podcast and we'll come on your podcast. Now Draymond has not cashed in his chip. You know he could have us on. We have to hold up our end of the deal, but maybe he's just maybe he just doesn't want us. Maybe we're not interesting enough, but. You know, given the whole Fresno State thing, I think you should extend the same offer to Paul George. We'll go on his pod so Paul, if he comes on ours. Would Paul George entertain that trade? That yeah, I think he would. Uh, but Paul, we would have to go out to LA to Paul. He ain't doing no remote. That's right. But uh, Stein, are you willing to yeah. come out of your cave? Yeah. Okay. All right. It, it can't be one. It can't be one. It got to be both of us. I'll be there with my Cal State Fullerton hat on. Don't worry. Uh, okay. All right. I don't know All if right. he'll entertain it, but call. we should offer that. 
I'll make the call. I think we could get it done. Yeah, shout no, out to yeah, Paul. His, he's, no, his, he's, he's doing. He's doing. Uh, I mean, he has amazing guests, and he's, he's got guys uh, really opening up. But like I said, his uh, his impressions, his impressions are really good. You know, I don't know that we have. I don't know. Hold on, real any... quick, Sai. Before yep. we get to hold on, Dallas. Is there any intrigue with Dallas Media Day? Yeah, no, I think I think there is. I think there is, but um, something tells me that all those teams would would probably be higher on list. I guess the intrigue in Dallas will just be Kyrie Irving. We haven't heard from Kyrie Irving, and and you know Kyrie did not speak at the end of last season. So going into free agency, he decided not to meet with the media when Kyrie was traded to the Mavericks in February, he had asked, please no contractual questions during the season. I don't want to cause distract. I don't want to cause unwarranted distractions. I think was the term. I got to look it up. Exactly. I think it was, he did not want to cause unwarranted distractions, but then after the Mavericks season ended, he didn't want to do media before going into free agency. So you are correct that when media day arrives, that will be the first time Kyrie Irving has addressed the media since April and the first time he's addressed the media since re-signing with Dallas. However, as I work my way through this as we discuss it, the Mavericks, as I said, the Mavericks and the Wolves, they both have media day a few days early because they begin exhibition play abroad. So September 29th, again, I believe, and I'm, I really hope I'm not saying the wrong date. I hope it's not September 30th. But I do think it is September 29th. Both the Mavericks and the Wolves will do media day two, three days before everybody else. So Dallas's media day with Luca and Kyrie Irving and Jason Kidd and Minnesota's media day with Cat and Gobert and Slow Mo and Ant Edwards, Team USA's go-to guy. There will be no... The Mavericks and the Wolves will not have to uh, battle for... They will. They will only be battling each other on their on their media day. Okay, that's that's all. Ask you. I remember Kyrie hasn't spoke. So, what about Luca? What's what's the mood like from outside looking in? Stein, it seems you know Luca's supporting cast keeps changing. They're trying to get the you know right cast of, you know around him. Is there? You know how people are waiting for like Joel and B to see what you know what he thinks. Is that is there a similar thing with Luca or is that that's definitely way too premature? Well, look, it's the NBA, so I mean, I'm sure the question is going to come up. But yeah, I mean, you know, because on one hand, you've got Luca doing media pretty regularly because he's playing for his national team, but he always says when he's with Slovenia and he gets asked questions about the Mavericks, he tends to bat those away because he'd rather not talk Mavericks when he's on national team duty. So yes, I, I don't think there's any question that there's going to be a lot of interest in the Mavs when they do media day, because it is the first time both Luca and Kyrie will have spoken since, I mean, uh, spoken about the Mavs since April. So no question. Uh, the, the Mavs are a team that a lot of people are looking at because there are still I mean, there frankly are still questions, you know, Luca and Kyrie as a duo. It it didn't go great last last season. Obviously, the Mavericks counter would be that 
it was a midseason trade. They'll have a full training camp now to try to uh, actually build a team that functions better. And they've certainly made a lot of changes with Grant Williams coming in. They weren't able to get Matisse Teibel, who they went after with the restricted free agent offer sheet. Um, they've made changes to their front court rotation as well. They did not get the front line starting defensive center that they were hoping to. So they did bring in Rashawn Holmes. They dra- drafted Derek Lively, who everybody in Dallas is excited about. They also drafted Olivier Maxence Prosper, who is probably going to have a role right away. Um, but you're right. Dallas Media Day is up there. We're go- I don't know. Maybe we need to do like a Media Day rankings, but I, I would still say that because um, cause I honestly, I think Minnesota had enough they had enough late season drama that even theirs will be a source of interest and intrigue as all those guys get together again. But I wouldn't put the Mavericks or the Wolves in that Philly, Portland, Milwaukee tier. Those are my top three for drama. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You know a wild card team, the Memphis Grizzlies, starting media day, John Morant, Suspended for what is it? Twenty five games. games? Twenty five games. So those these will be well. It is expected on media day for it to be his first public remarks or comments uh, from the suspension. What what did the player association did? The, or were they looking? Was they were they last looking into filing a grievance? Or is that done with? Is there anything there, producer Ryan? Can you can you help me out on that, buddy? 
trying to see if there's anything that can be done before the season starts. But I doubt it. So, I mean, just hearing what Jai is going to say. But, you know, that that would be some intrigue right there. But everybody knows he's not going to be there to start the to start the season with them. So I don't, you know, I don't know if they, is that a top 10? Yeah, they probably make top 10 of probably most intriguing teams to go into media day. Definitely not top five, but I'm, I'm just trying to think of all type of, I guess, uncomfortable <laughs> situations that can be had um, on media day. Do you have any say in the assignment? Like do you volunteer and say, Hey, I'm, I'm I would love to go to C team X. Oh, I can say that all I want. As far as far as anything happening off of that, no, they're, they're going to tell me where to go. You'll have I your NBA TV them, polo all shirt all pressed and ready to go. Uh, yes, I, hey, the great thing about those polo shirts that they don't need to be pressed, wrinkle free, baby. I I can ball that shirt up, ball it all up, and put it on and look good. So I'll I'll be fine. But yeah, I I'm going to wear thinking, the medium again. So that's another. You know that that reminds me. Another one, the Chuckster. We got to get the Uh-oh. Chuckster on here. Yeah, Chuck, Chuck man, is, Chuck is great, he's been man. hiding from us. Chuck, Chuck and I saw he great, just man. did the he, Bill Simmons he, he, podcast. He yeah, did Bill Simmons too? Yes. He did Rich, uh, didn't he? Did um, um, Rich, um, what's his last name? D- how you say Dyche? Did he really? I missed that. He did Richard, Richard Deitch's pod, yes, he did. He read Richard Deitch's last week. I think he spoke for like, like an Shockster. hour and a half or something like that. Yeah, it was the quotes. It, it came from. Did you see the quotes circulating uh, from Charles about Amazon? How TNT, how Turner and ESPN are kind of sweating. I the actually, TV I actually totally missed that. I totally missed that? that. I wow, yeah, that came you know, from Deitch. I listened to his pod with pod. Simmons. We have not had the Chuckster on this podcast. How was we have to rectify that. Okay. Because I oh, want to hear him going we'll at do. your shirts on this pod. <laughs> hey, listen, man. You got a lot of requests. See, I don't, we don't talk for a month. And already you say, hey, get us on the Paul yeah, George Yes. <laughs> and that's Charles Barkley. I, I am demanding and annoying. <laughs> and I worry a lot. And you have to deal with all that. But, but oh, I do have a. I have a pod lined up. I have a big name guest lined up soon. I, I do not want to reveal it yet because I don't want to jinx it. But I really think in the next week or so, we will have a very, very, very good guest that I actually set up for us to to, so, to kind of make up for all the heavy lifting that I ask you to do. I heard. I'm looking forward. That, that would definitely be a good one. And producer Ryan just informed us that about Ja Morant's situation in the NBA NBPA. So, so far, the union has only said they will explore options and next steps. That's all they said. So I don't think anything's going to happen. So that's that. Thank you, producer Ryan. Producer Ryan Music. He he went on like seven trips. I don't even know where he. The last time we did a pod, we did the pod with Spears. We had to call in. Minnesota Tim to pinch hit. Luckily, we found him and he was able to. So it's good for all three of us to be back together again. All right. This was a good getting back up to speed effort, I think. We would love to be able to tell you that 
a trade involving Harden and or Dame was imminent, but unfortunately we are not able to say that as we record this on the evening of August 28th, the month of August, finally dribbling to a close. But when is it going to happen? I mean, I feel like I've said this 15 times over the last couple months. We do see NBA trade in September. We saw Donovan Mitchell get traded last September. So these things can spring up quick. And the thing you do have to say is it's easy for teams like Philly and Portland to have patient stances during the summer. The closer and closer we get to training camp and the closer we get to October 2nd and media day. And when these teams face the prospect of having to bring these guys back, then it does start to get more uncomfortable for the teams. And we'll see if these teams really have the resolve they say they have to be patient. All the signals out of Philly, they tend to suggest that the Sixers want to slow play this and they don't want to rush into a hardened trade and they're prepared to deal with whatever chaos is created at training camp. But let's see when Harden shows up or doesn't show up and said chaos begins and you know, as you said earlier, you expect calmer waters in Portland and not as much, uh, not as much of a fuss. But everybody knows that Dame does want the trade, and he wants to be sent to Miami. And when the season starts up again, this becomes a daily topic for the Blazers. A day, this is a daily discussion that they will have to manage. So let's see how they do it. It, it would be uncomfortable. It would be an uncomfortable situation. But if I'm comparing it to James Harden, I think we've seen James. <laughs> we've seen James in action. You know? <laughs> so Dame does not, Dame does not have a fat suit in the closet that he's gonna that he's gonna <laughs> that he's gonna put on and wear to Blazers hey, camp. And Dame hasn't called uh hasn't called is GM a liar? No, he is not. You know, at, so yeah, Jay, Jay. So we 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 know how far James Harden is willing to go, or has been willing to go. So that's why I think his uh that media day would be something to look out for if James was in attendance. Stein, my birthday is coming up, man. August thirty first. It's actually this Thursday. You know what I don't want <laughs> for my birthday? Uh, I'm trying to think of what do I do that annoys you? Uh, what do you not want? You do not want to trade on your on your birthday. I wouldn't mind a trade. That'd be fine, especially if I get to break it. I, I actually, yeah, that, that wouldn't be a bad. Uh, that I just don't. But check this out, Stein. Check this out. So let me tell you about this. It gave me so much. Anxiety. I had such an anxiety attack. So my mut. So my mom. We always had this. Is it like a race? I've turned it into a race. And so her address is um her address. I'm not gonna give the address. Her address is three numbers. And every time the clock turns to that address, you know, twice a day. We'll always text each other, hey, the, 
you know, when we if we catch the t- the clock at that time, we'll text each other. Hey, it's give an example. Hey, it's it's five eighteen, five eighteen, and so that's her. Like she's kind of like trying to um, say like a blessing is coming. You know, a blessing is coming. We call it a blessing is coming. You know, that's our address. A blessing is coming every time we see it. So we do. But I've turned it into a race. So I want to beat her texting every time. She doesn't view it as a race. So this morning, it, this is when I knew it got like got too serious for me. So this morning, I text 518. And her 518 came in before I mine did. I'm like, damn, she beat me. She broke it first. And I, I had so much. I had to chill back. I'm like, hold on. This is not my job. <laughs> I said, Bob, I'm sorry. I had to call. I said, Bob, I can't do this no more. I'm taking it too seriously. Uh, I already got to deal with this at work. Like, let, let's stop. Maybe you know, she we'll, should be we'll tweeting for you. Figure another way out. <laughs> Stein, when I saw it come through before I sit by, man, I was so hurt and so mad. Like, I was like, oh, she got the scoop. Like, man, I'm like, I got to. Every day, this is a daily thing? I need this time off. It's a daily thing. Daily thing. It just happens. And I cheat. I'll put alarm on my my phone to make sure I beat her most times. (laughs) But, yeah, you know, so I'm just going to. I don't want to travel. I told the wife I don't want to travel. You know, I, I got kind of, kind of. T- you know, this is probably the most laid. Sacramento back to Fresno I've is not had. that long of a anywhere. trip. It's not, but I'm talking about just summer. Like you go out to. the country. I, Most people go out the country. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I haven't done anything. Like I'm in New York right now at the U.S. Open. Like I just, yeah, I, I I've traveled my whole life since I. I mean. Since I was a little kid, I mean, we used to get this, my brother and I used to get sent overseas for the whole summer to be with our family in Israel. So it's like, yeah, I, in the summer in here's, well, the main thing is with living in the heat in Dallas has be, it's always unbearable, but this, this was the hottest August on record. It is one ten every day. And, you know, I know anybody in Phoenix doesn't want to hear it, but it has been blistering humidity, withering, suffocating. New York, the U.S. Open is always hot weather, but this this U.S. Open has been high 70s every day in qualifying last week. The main tournament just started now, but like the weather has been so mild. I never imagined that going from Dallas to New York in late August would be that kind of vacation, but I'm literally, it's 30 degrees cooler every day which is insane. And I'm, I'm very on, on, on your birthday. I am returning to the Dallas heat and, uh, can't wait to see the fan, but man, just going back to the one ten with the crazy humidity when you could land at DFW at 11 PM and it's still 95. Yeah. That's what I can't stand the humidity. Well, that's awesome that your birthday's. I didn't. I mean, now it is. Uh, it is locked in my files. I will never. For, I will never forget it again. It's going to be in my files. I. Uh, that's a. That's a piece of Haynes trivia I did not previously have. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Oh, let's give a shout out real quick to Mark Spears and the Conversation Projects. His new 
TV series on Hulu drops today on Hulu. Check out all six episodes. I went to his um his screening in Oakland, and Mike Brown was there. Stein, he said, "What's up, Mike, <laughs> Mike Brown, Brown?" Was there. Uh, Monty Poole came through. Who else was out there? My guy Lance Young, one of the top comedians here in Sacramento. So we all went out there to support him. And, uh, you know, hopefully everybody goes out. Mark Spears is not really soon, will not TV soon TV. forget August 2023. Gets the Kurt Gowdy Award from the Basketball Hall of Fame. Becomes an executive producer of a Hulu series. And in between that, he appears on this league uncut. August 2023. Yeah. Mark Spears. And he's breaks get, through on all and, three levels. And, and he's going, what, next month? His alma mater, San Jose State, they're honoring him with some prestigious That's award. right. Actually, that was my favorite line yeah, of the whole podcast the that he pointed out that all three yeah. of us are Cal State guys. Fresno State, Cal yeah. State Fullerton, San Jose State. Yeah. We should be on the, we should be on the CSU podcast. Syracuse. Maybe they'll maybe they, maybe they'll do a trade with us. <laughs> we turned out we turned out all right. All right everyone, that does it for this edition of This League Uncut. Appreciate your patience. You know, again, we we the frequency of the pod does drop off in August and September. In mid-October we will be right back to two pods a week. Appreciate your patience. Appreciate you letting Chris and I, and even producer Ryan, chip away at the rust. Like I said, I think we have a pretty good pod. Fingers crossed. I don't want to jinx it, but in within the next week, I think we have a pretty significant guest, and we're going to work on some of these other things. We're gonna we're gonna make that trade offer to Paul George. We might get flatly rejected, but we're going to make the offer anyway. We're going to check on the Chuckster. We're going to work on these things, and uh, we will update you as soon as we can. That does it for this edition of This League Uncut. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. And let's depart by wishing a happy 29th birthday to Chris Haynes. (laughs) Fake news, but thank you. I'll take it. That'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio production. Boom shakalaka! Chris Haynes and Mark Stein! Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off. 
and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.